What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Hey, What You Watching, the weekly podcast where Marcelo Pico and I discuss the films we've been watching. This is a big one. It's episode 75. The episode is called Podcast Driver, and I'm your host, Matt Curione, and with me as usual is... Hey, it's your co-host for the 75th time, Marcelo Pico. Hey, we did it. Well, we did it. (laughs) I mean, not really. (laughs) We started doing it. Okay, so technically we have sat down to record 75 of these, okay? Yes. Which, if you really want to get down to brass tacks, Matt, no. like, we, we've only released like about 70 of them. That's fine. <laughs> Five, either, at least like two of them are gone completely, you know? My notebook says 75. Well, and like the other three are like unreleased, but but yeah, it's 75, but you know, with an asterisk. But of course you can count... That uh, stuff we did before we started counting the episodes, uh, like uh, I mean, do you recall the first time we did one of these? We we called them a dispatch. Do, uh, do you remember yes. that, Matt? Yeah, vaguely. It, it was a long time ago. I was like ten years old back then. Well, it was not, crazy. No, not really. we, we did podcasts back then by like sending each other cassette tapes, and then <laughs> we would hand them out to our friends. Oh, it was, it was a blast. Yes, we met twenty years ago, Matt and I, and. And he's in uh, New Jersey. I'm in Austin. And yeah, oh. we were we were pen pals at first. That's that's uh, uh-huh. how, we, how we released the the hate cast first. Uh, so cute, so cute. Growing through, up like that, through uh, through, uh, through a chain letter. But now <laughs> it's the hate cast 75th celebration. With you are asterisk. dating yourself by mentioning a chain letter. <laughs> My God, <laughs> it's the 75th and, and pen pals. <laughs> I mean, Matt. When are we gonna get to 100? Like, what? How many? In about in about 25 episodes. 25 episodes. So that's, that's about 25 <laughs> weeks. Uh, have you have you calculated out it, it out, Matt? When is when is when 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 is 100? When is 100? No, on. I don't I don't think that far ahead in, in advance. Let's count. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five. Let's see. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, <laughs> this is great podcasting. So I need 11, to get to 12, Austin 15, by 14. when? <laughs> Hold on. 15, 16, 17, 18, uh, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Ooh, 24, 25, like around December. Okay. Yeah, so uh, thanks for counting along with me, listeners. But yeah, yes, no problem. Sure they know how to do that, right? Around December of this year, you'll get to hear Haycast 100. So Live from the wow. Alamo Draft House. So so get, get your ass to Austin, Matt. Do not uh, listen to that I j- thing I just said. That might not happen. <laughs> Rent out an Alamo Draft House theater. Uh, get 300 people packed in there, and no. and, and we'll be ready to go. We'll, we'll do something. <laughs> we'll do something a little cheaper. Uh, around that live point, from Vulcan Video. <laughs> yeah, around that point, actually, we'll have a lot of talk from society. Not a lot, but. At least like maybe one, maybe two uh, talk from society people in Austin. So, be if, crazy. If you come down, Matt, we can just have like a group podcast thing, and you can get drunk on mic again, and 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 a whole bunch of chaos can happen. So I'll be drunk in Texas. Yes. So yes. I'll be sweating. <laughs> it's it'll only be a mild eighty degrees in in Texas in December. So fine with this. This is wonderful. This sounds right up my alley. So yes, we've done seventy five of these. Look at uh, us. 
it's 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 a milestone, and I'm about to hit 200 episodes overall of That's this crazy. podcast adventure that I've gone on. That counts. That that's counting all the side podcasts I've done, the side quests, the uh, uh, the Hamilton podcast, <laughs> the side missions, the, side missions <laughs> the Hamilton podcast, the Steven Soderbergh podcast, the Die Hard podcast. Uh, yeah, all that's included. Colorado Street. Add those all up. I'm about to reach 200. So it's Damn. it's big. So let's talk about what we're here to talk about, Matt. What kind of bullshit did you eat today? Oh my god, yesterday I was really bored, so I bought those horrible things from uh, from Burger King, though they're like cheese doodle mac and cheese bites. Oh. <laughs> That's uh, disgusting. disgusting. <laughs> zero out of ten, would not recommend, I didn't even finish them, I just threw them away. Please please describe what they are for those, for the, for those who, do, who do not know. They're a giant puffy Cheeto. That are filled. That's filled with mac and cheese. That is the worst, driest macaroni and cheese you've ever had. So they're not even like good mac and cheese bites, you know, where they kind of like are good. <laughs> you know, like how you know how a normal mac and cheese bite is like, oh, you bite into it and cheese flows out yeah, as it should. Yeah, yeah. No, this is just dry, and you so, get that horrible Cheeto dust on your fingers, and you look like a monster. I hated them. They were not very good. So you would not recommend? Zero out of ten. Zero out of ten. The, Awful. The Burger King Cheeto... What are, what are they? Mac and cheese Cheeto bites? They're called like Mac and Cheetos. They're dreadful. Oh, oh disgusting. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. I had a tuna sandwich today, and that was it. That's what I had. <laughs> well, thanks to um, uh, our listener, Jurassic Griffin... I will be going to Wendy's soon <laughs> because they have burgers that are drenched in queso, and I will be going to devour those over the weekend. It is it is the end of June, uh, and if I know Jurassic Griffin, uh, hello Jesse, uh, he'll be listening to this episode uh, by December. So <laughs> I was going to say August. <laughs> August. Oh, okay. Uh, he's he's a little behind. So uh, everyone's behind. Is everyone behind? <laughs> They're all behind. The only person that's up to date, I think, is uh, my friend Richie. That's is about this, it. Is this because I dump like eight hours of podcasts like a week? <laughs> is, is this why, Matt? Uh, well, I'm hoping that Richie got to listen to a bunch because he's currently on a cross-country road trip. So uh, he said he was going to be listening to a few episodes on on the road. I was like, yeah, do that. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully your girlfriend still thinks highly of me when you return. How many How many people? Uh, do you know personally who have who are listening to the podcast or who, or who have listened? I mean, I don't blame them. I don't blame them if they stop listening. Man. A good handful. A good, good handful. handful. Yeah. Yeah. M- mostly positive things. Oh yeah, mostly positive. Mostly I mean, there positive. has been there has been negative things said about past guests, oh. but that's fine. <laughs> you don't have to answer this, Matt. But those guests it... will not be coming back. <laughs> have has anybody said anything bad about me? No. You sure? Yeah. Come on, you can tell me. I ha- actually, uh, one of my friends uh, listened to one of the uh, the writers' room episodes that I wasn't on. Oh, and they said they gave up because I wasn't on it. <laughs> 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 they're like, they're like, yeah, I was listening to it. And I was like, it was good for like ten minutes, and I'm like, wait, Matt's not on this episode. Skip. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, you just uh, stroke my ego a little more. Thank you, sir. That was one of your friends, right? Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. 
Um, well, I don't. Oh, I don't tell people who aren't my friends about the podcast. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know, like people who you meet in real life that you're just acquaintances with. Maybe you talk to. them I don't about. have acquaintances. Oh, anyway. I have close friendships and relations, sir. I don't, I don't know what that is. I don't have those. I don't know what you mean. Uh, it's a strange con- a concept to me having friend. Friend. A friend. Is that how you yes, pronounce it? Friend. 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 Well, I'm a friend. For I think I'm your friend, right? Is that like a is that like a frenemy? Is that no, not is, at all. Jesus, is friend a play on frenemy? Is that what it is? <laughs> it's the other way around. Oh, well, it's not appealing to me at all. Um, <laughs> well, thanks for listening, folks. That was episode seventy-five of Hey What You Watching. Yeah, that was a short we had a episode. Guess and everything. It was great. <laughs> enough, enough of this chatter. Okay. Yes. But let's move on because this is going to be a shorter than usual episode. I just edited a two-hour and twenty-minute episode, and that's not what we're doing tonight. Uh, and thanks oh. for Marcus for being on that episode. It was a great listen. And he's and delightful. So he's great. Uh, but let's talk about the delight we have. Let's let me start that sentence over because I am tired. <laughs> that is I, a good idea. <laughs> let's talk about the the. Oh, what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> Many things. Let's talk about the delight. That is in store for us in this episode. Matt, what's oh. on deck? Oh, you mean we're going to take a trip down to Matt's Riddle Corner where I give cryptic clues about what films we'd be discussing? Yes. Okay, well, in the first movie we're talking about, the boss baby gets a driver's license, I think, right? And yes. then some robots hang out with Hannibal Lecter, and then a little boy writes a book, and someone might die. And then a bomb goes off, maybe... And then Colin Firth is really sad for about two hours. And then Ryan Gosling is really sad for about two hours. And then Robert De Niro drives cars all over the place. And then Kate McKinnon and, the, and uh, half of Broad City do some cocaine. And then, uh, what's your favorite scary movie? It might be this one. And then two guys switch faces. And then it's all the president's men day, I think. <laughs> And then Liam Neeson loses his face and takes a fucking elephant. And then Topher Grace's face keeps showing up for some odd reason. Yes. Uh, <laughs> listeners, please, as always, write in the answers uh, to Haycast. Uh, care of Haycast. Box office one, two, three. I don't know. That's uh, not a real post office box. Please do not send anything there. <laughs> The guy who owns that box has been complaining. It's it's not fun. Matt, you should give out your your physical address for listeners. <laughs> no, for, for listeners to send things to you or me. Good. You know. No, I'm good. No, yeah, do it because podcasts. Some podcasts do that where they have they send out their physical address. Well, they have a, a PO box, but we're not. Yes, we're not, I would easily get a PO box. I'm not giving people my home address. We're not gonna give. I'm not gonna buy a PO box. You have to buy a PO box, don't you? I don't even That's, know. <laughs> I think you rent it. You rent it? Uh, okay, here. I don't know how the post office works. I just know I hate it there. If anybody... You do people such movies. Uh, hold your horses, guest. We're going to get you... I'm to, sorry. going to get to you in a second. If anybody <laughs> listening out there wants to send us any something, anything... I mean, Matt, what would you want? What would you want? First, first tell us how to get a P.O. box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, at us on Twitter, at HeyCastPods. Tacos. Taco, they can't physically mail us tacos. They can mail the ingredients. Okay, let's introduce our guest, and we'll continue talking about this stupid thing. No, no, send me movies. Let, let, uh, introduce the guest. Well, who's our guest for episode 75? It's my friend Owen. 
Hey, that's me. <laughs> that was the quickest intro ever. How you doing, Owen? Welcome back, kinda. Doing, doing real good. Owen, let me ask yeah. you. And you've been on the podcast before. You were on the drunk episode with Matt's. Those recorded. Oh, yeah. re- those recorded live at a bar. Oh uh, yes, I remember this. Um, I know, kind of. Matt, you do not remember this. <laughs> I don't think Owen remembers either. I think you. I mean, do you? I mean, guys, do you? Do you remember Matt uh, discussing Jurassic Park for about ten minutes? Shut up. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, yeah. I remember that I I had to whisper to you halfway through the podcast because they were just talking about high school things. Oh yeah. By the time that they were in high school, I was like born. Yes, so this is I, true. I like put the microphone up real close to my mouth, and I was like, "Yo, Marcelo, just just delete all of this. Just get rid of it all." <laughs> I don't know if that made it into the podcast because I was too scared to listen to it. I don't remember either. It's been a while. It, it was back episode uh, 32 of the podcast. Jesus. So, folks listening, go to your iPod machine, your podcast feed uh, thingy, and scroll all the way back to 32 and listen to that drunk mess. Um, <laughs> I did have to, times. I did have to, to, to delete something. I just can't remember what it was. But, uh, yeah, fun listen. Owen, I remember what it was. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> okay. Owen. Yes. What what would you want mailed to you? Oh man. Um besides money. Besides money. Okay. Um I would probably have to say the Declaration of Independence or other priceless artifacts. <laughs> that would be like the number one thing. You regular um, Nick Cage. Yeah, no, that's number one inspiration of mine. Um, if I did have to choose something that was generally feasible, it would probably be a brand new phone because I broke mine. Oh no! Yeah, no, I was drunk and I smashed it on the table and it's broken. Uh, it's a bad you, time. Did you smash it deliberately or just by accident or what? You know, deliberate accident—it's all the same when you're drunk. <laughs> what you're it's saying true. is, what you're saying is, you don't remember, do you, Owen? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, hey, Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think you did this back at the drunk episode, uh, but I think it's time to get to know... Or I, don't, I can't remember if you did it during the marathon when he was on, the, the, the telethon we did remember. last year. I don't even think we had this back when we did the telethon. Probably not, but I think this is the first time uh, we have the chance to do this, but I think it's time to get to know Owen a little bit better. We're going to get to know him in the little segment I like to call... Get to know ya. Where uh, we ask our guest, I'm wow, I'm fucking this up royally. Where we ask our guest it's various, it's very late, various questions to make sure they are a real human being and not a robot, right? Yeah, that, yeah, sure. Oh, <laughs> good lord, I'm tired. Uh, I am so sober, it's scary. Uh, Owen, what is the first movie you remember seeing in the theater? So I have a fake memory of watching Terminator Two in the theater. Tell us about Because I, I, I vividly remember... Yeah, no, because it came out before I was born, like <laughs> a year. But I vividly remember seeing uh, whoever Sarah Connor was being melted alive and me being like, gotta get out of this, and then screaming my head off. Um, but it was probably The Lion King, if I'm being completely honest. Okay, cool. The Lion King. Uh, what year did that come out? Ninety-three. Uh, Ninety-three. Four. Four. Ninety-four. Ninety-four? Okay. Oh, uh, so I was cognizant at that point, so it was cool. Yeah. Ninety-four. Uh, I'd look that up. 
I mean, Matt, you love The Lion King, right? It's pretty good. I haven't seen it in years, but I enjoy it. Who would you want, Matt? Uh, I mean, have they started casting The Lion King live-action yes. movie? Oh, yeah. yeah. Who's casting it already? Uh, James Earl Jones. What a surprise. Because, of course, Donald they're bringing back. Donald Glover. Uh, Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner. Very excited for them. Uh, they're playing uh, Scar. Timon and, Timon and Pumbaa. <laughs> they're melding their voices together and playing Scar. Uh, who's no, who's playing Scar in in the uh, in the remake in the? No one I think it's still Jeremy Irons, right? I heard that, but that was just from a guy. So um, who knows how accurate that is? I don't know yet. I haven't seen any casting for him yet. Who would you want? Let me go to Owen first. Who would you want to play the 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 villain Scar in the live action remake of Lion King? Um, I would probably want like this is a tough one because I want it to be both soothing but terrifying. So, like, if I could mix Nicolas Cage and, like, uh, you know, fuck. Just delete all of this. Um, <laughs> this is all staying in. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just saying Nicolas Cage. No, yeah, yeah it, I think Cage is a good That's answer. Just, it is I'm a just going to fucking double down on it. Sounds good. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh, Matt, what about you? I have no idea. I have an answer. I'll go with yes. Kevin Spacey. Oh, shit. That's Actually, a much yeah, that better be, That would be really good. Yeah, I like that. I like it. Yeah. Uh, Matt, no no, uh, no uh, idea? No. Just uh, hop on the Kevin Spacey train. Too bad. Uh, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> good answer. Uh, okay, so let me ask Owen another question, and then I'll toss it back to you, Matt. I don't want to hog okay. the question, Mike. Uh, Owen, speaking of Kevin yes. Spacey... What's your favorite Kevin Spacey performance? Um, well, I really like House of Cards. I've uh, I've been following that since the beginning. Um, I would probably have to say that, but you know, Usual Suspects really good. Uh, American Beauty, it's an all timer. So it's between in a single performance, American Beauty, but overall, I'm gonna go with uh, him as Frank Underwood. Are you all caught up with House of Cards? Oh, you know I am. Oh yeah, good. Uh, what did you think of the last of uh, of the most recent season? Um, it felt good emotionally. Yeah, I mean, I not I, on a physical way, but like it was good. It felt good to breathe for a minute because you know somebody. Com- spoiler alert for for House of Cards. Somebody else is kind of in charge now, <laughs> and uh, I didn't really trust him that much previously. But now that somebody else is in charge, it's going to be good. I think that's more intriguing to anybody listening. Like I, I, like, I am very intrigued. I'm a fan of the series. Like I have, uh, for me, it has wavered over the years. But I think the most recent season is like good. It's really good, actually. I think the last couple episodes are really strong. And yeah, um, I'm eager to see what they do for another season. I don't think at this point they've been renewed. I think. Maybe? Uh, I'd be surprised if they weren't. Yeah, um, but the thing about House of Cards is that it's always decent. Like yeah. it's never like outright bad. Like you get moments that just like aren't great, but it's never been bad. Yeah, I don't. I think the closest it's been. And sorry, Matt, for all this House of Cards talk. No, it's fine. I'm very interested in watching this show. I think the closest it's been to bad was maybe season three, but then it jumped back in season four and in five. So yeah, I I will say. 
I would like to see one more season and then that's it. Yeah, because like I think there's so much they can do here on in. So I think it's time to wrap it up. But I am I'm still a fan of the show. I just like to see a nice conclusion to it. So. Uh, well, it I, won't be nice. <laughs> like, a, let's just be honest here. A, a quote-unquote nice. nice. A, <laughs> I'll just, just a conclusion. Just a conclusion. So, something, yeah, something uh, I'll be satisfied with uh, in terms of, like, the yeah. story itself. Anyway, okay, enough of House of Cards. Sorry. It, this is not... We're not talking TV. We're talking film, so... I like Kevin Spacey. Matt. He's a very talented man. Do you have another question for Owen, Matt? I wanted to say my favorite Kevin Spacey, but it's fine. Okay, um, sorry. I always do this. No, it's fine. I no, was totally asked, fine. no, Matt, no, we're stopping the show. If you don't answer this, what's your favorite Kevin Spacey? It's Nine Lives. Oh, <laughs> I should not have stopped the show. I should have just kept on going. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's LA Confidential. Jesus. Okay, good. Okay. Or Superman Returns. That, yeah. That's, that's I thought he was one. a really good Lex Luthor. I'll Better say, than the one we currently have. Yeah. Well, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, no, no you're, no, you're right. Okay, Matt. God damn it. Jolly Rancher scene notwithstanding, <laughs> uh, Kevin Spacey is much better. Uh, Lex Luthor. Mine is seven, by the way. Uh, oh, spoiler. <laughs> That's right. He's oh, in seven. Yeah. Okay, another question, Matt. Your favorite genre, Owen? Uh, I'm a big fan of the action comedy. Um, Excellent. So, like, you know, The Nice Guys is probably my number one movie from last year. Oh, yeah. um, like the superhero movies I kind of really believe are action comedies uh, the DC EU notwithstanding because they're barely even movies uh, <laughs> at this point um, but yeah action comedies that's bread and butter right there uh, what, well what are uh, well you said nice guys you really like um, what about some uh, what's your favorite uh, action comedy from the 90s Owen does um does the last action hero count? It, it does. does. Yeah. Perfect. I'm gonna I'm going to double down on that. <laughs> I, I see something in common with both of these movies. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's uh Shane Black. Shane, Who knew? Black. Shane Black. Shane Black. Shane Black. Awesome. Didn't even plan it that way. He does good work. Well, before we do anything else, I want to hear Matt's answer. Oh. I, what what do you have? I mean, what's uh? You, I mean, you like action comedies, right, Matt? I do. I enjoy them thoroughly. Yeah, I mean, uh, it doesn't have to be for the '90s, but what's what's your what are some of your favorites? I like Die Hard with a Vengeance. <laughs> that's, that's an good. action comedy. Yeah, that's an action comedy. Yeah, that's what? an action comedy. It is. That's a good one. <laughs> I've never heard someone say, "What's your favorite?" Blank, and then someone say, "Die Hard with a Vengeance." <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know. I like I like a bunch of them. It's fine. It's yeah. No, it's it's good. It's good. But yeah, With I, weapon two. Not two. I'm not. I like two. <sighs> Two's hilarious. He wants to go to South Africa, but you're black. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Come on, that shit's funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> have, Matt, have we gotten to know Owen? I've I've known him for a long time, but yes, we the listeners have gotten to know him. How long? Wait a second. Oh yeah, go back. Yeah, what? Marcelo. What? Your favorite '90s action comedy? Okay, well let's keep on going on this uh, Shane Black train, and I'll say Last uh, Boy Scout. That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. (laughs) 
Oh, let me ask you guys this. How long have you known each other? You and uh, Matt, how long have you known Owen? Four years? Five years? Five years? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. It's a, it's a traditional love story. We met at a bar. Oh, we did. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember if I asked you this, Owen, last time you were here, but uh, do you have any crazy, embarrassing Matt stories you can tell? <laughs> oh, man. I do have some, but none that I want to say on there, because <laughs> they're also very embarrassing. Okay, for me. fair enough. It's uh, in a story so embarrassing you cannot say them on the podcast. I'll take it. Yeah, it'll incriminate me. It's bad. <laughs> it's, bad. it's bad play. Okay. Uh, let's. I, I, Thanks. I, I get a, I get a sense Matt wants to move away from this as fast as he can. He wants to get into a fast car. And, they must uh, be. They must be very embarrassing stories because even I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I'm not going to worry about it. Let's turn up our headphones and drive to the movie portion of this show. Okay. Let's talk about Baby Driver. Can we? Yeah. So... I have not seen it. No. Uh, I'm very excited. I can't imagine. I mean, Owen, have you seen it yet? I'm seeing it tomorrow. Okay. But in 24 hours, I'll have already been watching it. <laughs> Uh, we're going to pause the podcast and come back in 24 hours so Owen okay. can see it. All right, so pausing now. Now, uh, I saw I've se- I saw this on Sunday. We're recording on Wednesday. Okay. Uh, the day it's, it's released, uh, Edgar Wright's latest. And I have a feeling I'll be talking about this a lot over the course all summer. of... All summer. <laughs> all summer and throughout the many, po- the many, many podcasts I do... Um, and I'll just keep my thoughts short for, for this podcast. I'll just say I really, really, really like this movie. It's really good. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I, I can't wait to see it again. I, I was about to see it again today, but I just ran out of time. Uh, it uh, I, I cannot possibly rank it amongst the other Edgar Wright films. I think at this point it's hard to do. you got to see it again. I have to see it again. Uh, but I will say... It did live up to my expectations in terms of what I was looking forward to. It it is a it's an action movie set to a superb soundtrack. Uh, the action scenes are well edited, choreographed, shot, directed. Uh, the the actors, the performances in it are excellent. Uh, Enzel uh, Elgort. Him uh, <laughs> uh, as the baby driver, as baby, as he's called in the movie, he's he's really, the actual baby driver. Yes, he's really damn good, and so is Kev- the aforementioned Kevin Spacey and John Hamm and Jamie Fox. So yeah, it, I I mean I really want to see it again. I, I'm I'm constant. I from uh, after I saw it on Sunday, I've been listening to the soundtrack nonstop. Is the soundtrack good? Yeah, I'm it's guessing. It's really good. I mean, Matt, I mean okay. Matt, Matt, have you listened to any of the soundtrack? No. Okay, don't. Don't. Too bad. I'm gonna. Don't. I've heard wait. tequila. Yeah, tequila's on there. But <laughs> that, that's in the trailers. Um, but, okay. If you the trailer have, has like 800 songs in it. If you have to, Matt, okay, listen to it. But I will say, um, I did listen to the to the first song in the movie before watching the movie. And it didn't really ruin the experience because the first... I forget what the first track is. But that first Tequila. track... Uh, no, it's Bell Bottoms. <laughs> no. 
The track okay. is called Bell Bottoms by John Spencer Blues Explosion. And oh, hey, nice. that's a good name. Uh, that track is going to open up this episode because I like it so much. But yes, that track opens up the movie uh, in the first action sequence, <laughs> in the first five minutes of the movie, and it really set it really gets things going. It's a perfect like mood setting for what you're in store for for the next like you know 114 minutes. I'm excited. I love 90% of Edgar Wright's movies, so very much looking forward to his new one. You're a weirdo who does not like The World's End. Uh, I don't do, do not like that movie. Uh, uh, I'm not crazy about it either. But I will say this: Edgar Wright in like a new Edgar Wright movie is like it's like Valentine's Day dinner, right? <laughs> Just you're like you're eating it. It's good. It's good. But you know. Like, the day before is just like Valentine's Day dinner. And you know as soon as you finish that day up and you're just about to get done with that, like, dinner, it's business time. And things are going to get good. <laughs> and that's what it feels like the moment, like, today. Like, I'm, like, just having some steak right now. Just wait, just thinking about what's going to happen. And it's going to be good. I know it. I feel it in my bones. I will say, for those who did not like The World's End, like these two knuckleheads right here, I think you guys will like... Baby Driver, right? I think it's. I will say the world end is kind of bogged down by its own, like uh, theme about those guys getting old and having regret and all that. It's bogged down by that. But this, it's more. I mean, you can tell by the trailer. It's more of a love story, more akin to Scott Pilgrim in that way. Yes, um, please. But yeah, it's a love letter by Edgar Wright to music. Above all, kind of like how Hot Fuzz was like a love letter to action cinema. This is a love letter to, you know, the the obscure tracks that Edgar Wright uh, likes to listen to. So yeah, um, I can't wait for you guys to see it. It's it's one of the best of the I can't summer, wait. one of the best of the year. So there you go. You've just been baby driven. <laughs> I've been baby driven. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on to something I'm sure is not as good as Baby Driver. <laughs> yeah, I saw Transformers the last night. The new one. And? Uh, it's, it's fine. Is it? On a, I had, on, I had on fun with it. Mm. On a Transformers level from the best being Dark of the Moon and the dregs of society being Revenge of the Fallen, it's a few ticks above uh, bad. In on the, the Transformer middle. scale. Yeah, it's in okay. the middle. <laughs> Matt, it's, it's 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 worth it just to see Anthony Hopkins having the time of his life. I mean, he clearly took this movie to go on a vacation, and he is just having a blast. Like, he gets to like scream at so many people. There's a scene where he like basically like curses off the the Prime Minister of England, and it's just so much fun. He looks like he's having so much fun, and his robot butler is a hoot. I really like the robot butler. But yeah, it's a dumb movie. Uh, I did not like how it was filmed. It gave me a headache. <laughs> uh, if Michael how, Bay could, stick, so? could stick... If he could stick to one fucking aspect ratio for oh, more than why. two seconds, that would be awesome. But when, oh, when Yeah, but when my movie screen is growing and shrinking every two and a half seconds, not good. And and you saw this in a in a regular movie theater, right? I saw this, yes, regular, yes. Which I'm surprised by, because I, I assumed that aspect ratio sh- shift would happen in, like, only IMAX, but... Oh, no, this happens everywhere. That is insane to me. 
It's it is a vicious hellscape. I I can't believe I haven't seen it yet. I I, I um, kind of really wanted to. Hopkins is great in it. He's a lot of fun. How about this, Matt? What is the plot of this movie? I don't know. <laughs> You're the wrong There's, person to um, ask. Okay, it all starts out in Arthurian times, and Stanley Tucci plays a drunken Merlin. Awesome. Okay, and he steals a staff from a knight. You're so like, he, he asks for it, and the, the, the Transformer knight gives it to him, and it turns <laughs> into a dragon, and it kills the barbarian horde, and King Arthur is the king, and everything's great. Uh, a thousand years later, uh, Shia LaBeouf's character is dead now. What? Um, oh, yeah. Um, uh, there's a girl in this. She's the last line of the Witwickens, apparently, because that's like a line of like nobles. And Sam Witwicky was one of them. But now that, as Anthony Hopkins says, the rest have all died out. So they killed him off screen. He's gone now. Uh, the rest have all died out. Only she can wield the staff to kill Medusa or whatever her name is. The <laughs> evil, the evil Transformer lady who is bringing tr- Cybertron back to Earth for some reason because Unicron lives in Earth and he's gonna take over and give it life. I don't know. The story is asinine and nonsensical, but Anthony Hopkins is awesome. <laughs> and it has one of the. This movie has one of the best music gags I've seen in a movie in a long, long time. Listeners, I apologize for having Matt recite the plot yeah. of Transformers. Let me let me tell you this gag. It's really funny. Uh, Anthony Hopkins is telling the story of you know the Witwickens and how you're the only one left and you hear this like dramatic organ music start and then he looks up off camera and it's his robot butler playing the organ. <laughs> And the butler's like, what, I was trying to enhance your story. He's like, could you stop? But then he keeps doing it, and it's like the funniest fucking thing. I loved it. So it's like, isn't that like a Mel Brooks joke? (laughs) I think so. Well, that's why it was funny. Yeah. (laughs) Or Happy birthday, Mel Brooks, by the way. Yeah, 91. Happy birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, I mean, and I think Arrested Development also took that joke from Mel Brooks. I'm pretty sure it's a Mel Brooks joke. I think everyone takes jokes from Mel Brooks. It's kind of like the thing. Because he's old enough to have invented jokes. <laughs> uh, hey, Owen, I have a question. Yeah, what's up? Uh, what is your favorite Mel Brooks movie? <laughs> uh, well, um, I'm going to say Blazing Saddles. Even though I just watched Young Frankenstein like two weeks ago, I'm still going to say Blazing Saddles. It's 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 a tough one. I mean, I, I have you watched Blazing Saddles uh, about... Well, uh, it was back when Gene Wilder died, but... Yeah, a rewatch of that just blew my mind because it's it's yeah I I keep forgetting it's such a classic comedy, it is it's incredible. Um, Matt, hey, what about you? Spaceballs. <laughs> it's my favorite Star Wars. <laughs> Wait, Matt, I have one question about Transformers. Go for it. You Did tell it? you tell us trying to veer away from Transformers. I I know, but I it, this is a burning question in my heart that needs answering. Yeah. Hasn't Stanley Tucci already been in a Transformers movie? He was in that movie that we saw together. Oh, the four... Oh, that's a bad one. Yes, the fourth yes. one. Yeah. Um, do they mention that at all? Nope. Like, is, like, is it, no, okay. nope, nope. He just plays... Uh, he just plays Merlin. He's just drunken, another... Drunken-ass Merlin in this. Yep. Alright. That's all I needed to know. <laughs> we continue now. So, it's so stupid. Matt says, go see Transformers. 
the last yeah. night. Go see it. Right, it's Matt? Good t- yeah. And send all your hate mail to... what, Matt, what's your address? Fuck you. What's your physical address? <laughs> no. I don't have one. Maybe they can send you a book of Henry. Written by a small child, yes. <laughs> okay, who who among, who amongst us saw this? So, so Owen, you saw about an hour of this movie. An hour? <laughs> Tell us oh, about it. Oh, yeah, no, life got in the way. I was very excited about it. The movie we're talking about, of course, is the, the newly claimed classic, The Book of Henry. <laughs> Directed by the blandest director in the world, Colin Trevorrow. Star Wars Episode Nine, going to be great. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this movie, the reason I didn't, I didn't like walk out of the theater. I only saw an hour. Like I got like a work emergency, and then I had to leave. Gotcha. I was. So I left right at the plot twist, which is embarrassing. Um, but even every before then, everything's terrible. There's nothing good about this movie. Even my boy Jacob Tremblay. Yeah, kind of phoning it in, and I even know that like being that young, you could phone it in. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, everybody's terrible in it. <laughs> uh, it looks bad. Like it, like the the, the cinematography looks bad. Yeah, the cinematography is, is. It looks like they tried to shoot a movie. But instead of like being like a real movie, they're trying to shoot it like an animation movie, but not like like a good one, but like one where like I would draw it. <laughs> oh God! There's no depth to it. It's just full of whimsy, but not really. Everybody wants to bang a ten-year-old kid. It's a cr- it's just, everything about it is bad. <laughs> there's nothing good about it. Jesus. But so, there's people that I like. But, yeah, who who's in it? Oh, dude! You, like I said, you got the aforementioned Jacob Tremblay. Um, you got Sarah Silverman playing very on type, which is which is bad. Uh, <laughs> and then you got Naomi Watts, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I you can't even tell because she's just not doing a good job. Uh, and then you got um, I think it's the original The Thing from uh, the uh, Fantastic Four movies. Can't no, remember. different guy. Oh, it's a different guy. That's Michael Chiklis from Fantastic Uh-oh. Four and and, and uh, the Shield. This is uh, Dean Norris from um, Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. Yeah, Breaking Jesus Bad guy. Christ, Marie. Um. Yeah. No. Nobody see this. But the problem is, I went to go see it because people were like, "It's the next The Room. It's the next Birdemic." And I was like, "Please, God, let this be. Shoot it directly into my veins. I need it." <laughs> um, but it ended up just being really bad and not like funny not like a fun bad yeah it's just kind of like ugh, every scene's painful in its own unique way Oof. well uh I don't know I think it's already left theaters I don't know if yeah it's not, it's not around here anymore um, uh, day one Netflix though yeah <laughs> sure <laughs> let's wait until you're on like the deathbed before you go see it. <laughs> okay. The last thing the, I was... The deathbed. Yeah, you're dead. Yeah. So, oh, and you're saying see this in your last dying breath, right? Yeah, no, I want the last thing you see is a spoiler alert for the book of Henry, Henry dying. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> halfway through the movie, right after Sarah Silverman just plants a big fat kiss on his lips. Ugh. 
<laughs> and it's 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 bad, guys. She she kills him. Good. <laughs> well, I wish I've just been blown away by your description of Book of Henry. Owen, blown away the movie. Yes, now more oh. than ever. That's a transition. So yeah, I saw this uh, through the, uh, and I'll make this quick because we want to make this a quick episode. Um, no, this movie stars Jeff Bridges, Tom Lee, jo- uh, Tom Lee Jones, sorry, Lloyd Bridges, Forrest Whitaker, all in a movie about uh, this uh, this elite bomb squad who comes to uh, comes to a head with Tom Lee Jones, villainous ex-IRA bomb maker. Does uh, he do an Irish accent? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, oh, no. Tom Lee Jones, Jones does what are you doing? a terrible Irish accent. I need to see this. Uh, you do need to see this. I think I saw it when I was a kid, but I don't remember any of it. It's funny because this I had no idea this movie existed until somebody on Twitter... Twitter? It is late... <laughs> It's fucking late, folks. Somebody on Twitter was talking about it. Hunter Laurie, uh, okay. good guy. Follow him on Twitter if you're not. Uh, he was like, oh, I'm watching Blown Away. And I go, what the hell is this, Blown Away? And then like a month later, I sit down and watch it. And yeah, it came out in 1994, like a month after Speed. Um, and I yeah. know I know we all herald Speed as a... I love a, Speed. It's an action classic. I, that's why Shoot I the hostage. Yeah. But I can't believe... <laughs> it's a good movie. This movie came out like a month later, and it, it's very similar. Tom, uh, yeah, because like Tom Lee Jones is like a Dennis Hopper type character, type villain, bomb maker. Uh, there is a chase in Blown Away that is very similar to a you know, big chase in Speed. Yeah, you sit down and watch... So much like we said last week, it's kind of like a uh, Armageddon Deep Impact or Volcano yeah. Dante's Peak situation. I'll definitely say gotcha. so. Yeah. Uh, huh. Kind of blew... You know, you know uh, I was going to say blow <laughs> uh, my mind. Say it, you could say it. It blew you away. Blew me. <laughs> but I think this is a very solid 90s action movie. A uh, lot of practical effects. It's... I mean, the villain is goofy as hell. Uh, it ha- it's it's uh, it'll get you. It's very suspenseful. People, What's your favorite action comedy of the nineties. It's my favorite saying. action comedy of the nineties. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, it's good. Uh, the, the director actually is a uh, Stephen Hopkins. And oh he my God! Yes. Yeah, you know Matt. Uh, yes, I do. He directed a few episodes of the Fox TV show Twenty Four. Oh, I would, uh, yeah, but I don't really know him from that. <laughs> And he directed Predator 2. Yes, and um, The Ghost in the Darkness, which is fucking awesome. Yeah. So, have you yeah. seen that one? He directed... Yeah, no, I have not seen Ghost in the Darkness. Oh, it's great. It's Val Kilmer, Michael Douglas, or Hunting Lions. He also did his first movie, which is not good, but I love it. Uh, the Nightmare on Street, Part 5, The Dream Child. <laughs> which he followed up with Predator 2, which I can't believe he got work after that. But, hey, good for you, Stephen Hopkins. <laughs> So yeah, I I oh, he also did uh what was it Lost in Space? He did Lost in Space, the nineteen ninety eight classic movie. <laughs> I was obsessed with it as a kid, but I don't remember ever seeing it. I mean, I'm sure I saw oh, it, but I don't remember. I, I saw it. it. I don't remember seeing it. I bought the novelization, 
And, <laughs> I think I did too. And, ups, and, and I don't know why I was so crazy about it. Anyway, uh, I recommend Blown Away. It is. It, and uh, I recommend The Ghost in the Darkness. <laughs> Owen, have you heard at all about this movie? Nope. This is the first time hearing about it. But it sounds like a trip. Yeah, it's Jeff Bridges hunting down Tom Lee Jones. And I'll say one more thing. There's a sequence in it that's like pretty damn excellent. I don't like for a movie that's pretty good. It, it's like this movie's fine. It's like nothing really spectacular. There's like one sequence that is like amazingly like built. It's like Hitchcockian. It's incredible. Like okay, Tommy Jones, you think has set a bomb in Jeff Bridges's uh, home, right, where his kids and his wife lives. Okay. So Jeff Bridges is racing to his home. As we cut to the house and the wife is turning on the stove, you know, answering a phone, and you think, oh, is this going to be the bomb trigger? Is this going to be the bomb trigger? Because, like, Tony Jones, he likes to put bombs in very weird places, so anything can be the bomb trigger. Oh, he's so wacky. And <laughs> the camera, like, zooms in. There's, like, a, 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 a micro zoom in into, like, the flame as it turns on in the oven. Like, the... Uh, the, the flicker Jesus. of the phone. Yeah, it is... I'm telling you, in a movie like this, I was not expecting this type of like high-level, high-concept yeah. uh, 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 sequence. But Technique. yeah, yeah. It's, it's something special. But yes, Blown Away. I recommend it. Huh. There you go. Uh, <laughs> what, where, where is this available? Oh, uh, well, you can rent it on iTunes or Amazon, but... I saw this through a little app called Tubi TV. T U B I TV. I've oh. ne- I've never heard about it until you know this past week when I saw Blown Away because I wanted to see where I could see it. And you can you can download this on Apple TV or on your iPad. I'm sure. Well, you, uh, I'm not sure if you can stream. I'm sure you can stream it through your computer. But apparently, it's a well, it is. It's a streaming service. We can watch free movies and. There was only one commercial break in my entire two-hour movie, and that commercial break was 30 seconds. So I recommend... That's pretty good. I recommend seeing it on 2 TV. So there you go. Uh, it seems legit to me, the streaming service. So that's blown away. Uh, hey, let's shift gears a lot. <laughs> oh, yes, this is quite the gear shift. All right. Um, yeah, for over at Talk Film Society this month, a few of us have been writing about... Uh, 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 we're doing stuff for Pride Month, uh, so I wrote about a single man, and you can read all about it over there. Really proud of that piece. But yeah, this is a top five movie all time for me. Um, Colin Firth has never been better than he is here. Uh, sorry, Kingsman fans, but you're wrong. Um, yeah, no, Single Man is Tom Ford's first movie. Uh, it's about a guy who has decided to kill himself. And we follow him over his last 24 hours. And just hoping that maybe he'll change his mind. I don't really know what else to say about this movie. I mean, it's not much. there's not much to spoil, but it's a movie that I feel that everyone should watch at least once. Absolutely. I've seen this only once, and I need to see it again. Uh, and yeah, and great job on that piece, Matt, that you put up on talkfromsociety.com. Thanks, man. Um <laughs> And yeah, uh, I can't. I don't know what to, what else to say. It's it's something special. Uh, Tom Ford. It's, it's one of those movies where like everyone is doing career best work. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Colin Firth, Nicholas Holt, uh, Matthew Good is great uh, in this movie. Uh, yeah, I really love this cast. I love this movie. I love how it's shot. Everything yeah. about it is just great. And uh, talk about. I mean, it, uh, when you talk about amazing debuts, 
I mean, this is definitely up there. Tom Ford. It's, I mean, I know I say all-timer a lot, but <laughs> this really is an all-timer. <laughs> yeah, trust Matt on this. It's an all-timer. Yeah, I've always wanted to see it ever since you brought it up for the first time, Matt. I still I think, have yet to. I think but. it might still be on Netflix. Well, then I'll check it out. Because yeah. I didn't know that. Because uh, I know that's how I first saw it. So, yeah, uh, check it out. Uh, it's, it's terrific. <laughs> it, I mean, I mean uh, just by your description, Matt, I mean, it's more than just a downer drama, right? Th- no, there's a lot of uplifting moments too. Yeah, exactly. It's not just it's not just like beating you over the head with like this like grief for you know uh, an hour and forty minutes. There's a lot of hopefulness in it too. It's really nice the way it's it's pulled off. So it's not like a Steve McQueen film. No, not at all. <laughs> it's always just depressing. Yeah, no, it's not a it's not a shame. There, Owen. Oh, I love that movie. It's I so just good. I just checked. Same. I just checked, and as of this recording. Uh, late June, June 28th, uh, yes, A Single Man is on Netflix. Yay, streaming. it's still on there. Yes. Excellent. So there you go. Uh, there's our night. And hey, if... Uh, uh, what a way to... to uh, if you're looking for Pride movies to see this month, if you're still... If, you, if you're listening to this in June, that's a perfect one right there. Yeah. There you go. Uh, shifting gears again... A place? What? <laughs> you, Speaking about movies that are on Netflix, The Place yes. Beyond the Pines, that's the movie. Matt, Matt, I, Matt typed it out as Place in Pines Beyond. <laughs> I was like, I, 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 knew, I, know we, I know what you were talking about, Matt, but you just messed, you just messed me up. <laughs> the words are there. The words are there, but they're in the wrong order. <laughs> uh, tell me about this one, because I've always wanted to see it. Um... So what it is, it's a very grounded, gritty film um, about a dirt bike race. Well, a dirt bike trickster uh, that uh, is played by Ryan Gosling, a a police officer by Bradley Cooper, and then a, a young boy by Dane DeHaan. And it's just kind of a story of uh, how one person's poor decisions lead to everyone everyone's entire life being different it's kind of like crash but good um and it's not as so interconnected it's kind of more linear than that um i believe oh give me a second but anyway it's just super good there's a um it gives a lot it's doing a real bad job at explaining this it's a um it's a Ryan Gosling, ah, fuck it. Use your words. <laughs> oh, bad at this. I had one beer too many, which was one. <laughs> Ryan Gosling is a is a criminal, right? That's yeah. He's doing bad stuff. He's doing bad stuff. And, bad stuff. <laughs> and and I've, I remember seeing this when it came out. He's doing bad stuff. Uh, he's with isn't he with Eva Mendez, right? Yeah, they have a child together, and he's trying to take care of the child because uh, a pre-Oscar winning. Uh, Marshala Ali is his uh is taking care of the son. Oh, cool! I like him. Yeah, yeah, he's very good in it. He's always um, good. <laughs> yeah. What what I remember liking about this, really liking, is how halfway through, and not to spoil anything for those who haven't watched it, it kind of takes a shift. Uh, for various reasons. And I like how it does that. You don't see too many movies doing what it does halfway through. 
if that makes yeah, any no, sense. Yeah, no, it's got yeah, it's got some balls on it. Yeah, uh, that it much. Oh, because uh, you think it's going one way and it swerves right into another way. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, uh, Derek Serafans. What what else did he do? I'm trying to. Uh, uh, Blue Valentine. That's right. Yeah. I love Blue Valentine. Oh, it's a very good movie. Yeah. Yeah, another Ryan Gosling classic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, the place beyond the pines. Uh, what else can I say I like, about this, Owen? I like the title. <laughs> so much so a... that you scrambled it up on the list of movies. <laughs> no, shut up. Uh, no, it's this movie has been sitting on my shelf for a while. I'll get to it soon. Don't worry. Yeah, it was always just kind of like one of the things that were like I was on my Netflix queue, and then I was just feeling real sick. So I was just like, I'm just going to put this two-hour and 15-minute movie on. Hopefully <laughs> it's good. And the entire time, I was just white-knuckling it. It's yeah. uh it's fucking good. Uh, another Thrilled. another actor who I love is in it, who I forgot was in it, is Ben Mendelsohn. So, ooh, big fan. Oh, yeah. also Ray Liotta's in it. Yes. Oh, nice. Really? Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. See, see this, Matt. Come on, why don't you? It's okay, fine. Helpful. Jesus. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay. I promise I'll watch it soon. So listen, we have a few more movies to take care of, but. Let's take a break, okay? Let's take a break in the show. We'll be back after a brief musical interlude. We'll be back in a Episode second. 75. Se- hey, it's Hip- 75! Hip-hop air horns. Burr, 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 burr. Boo, 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 boo. I'm not putting that in. Damn it! I want this whole episode laced with hip-hop air horns. Hey, I'm back. Hey! Marcelo's back. (laughs) Yeah! Rap air horns. Fuck yes. Yeah, I downloaded an app on my break, so that would be coming into use. I'm going to cut all that out, man. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't. And we're back. Yeah! (laughs) Yeah! Party! Unstop. So 75. Unfortunately, Matt downloaded a a party horn app. <laughs> he's I a, did. He's having a ball of a time. Um, it makes me smile. It's it's 1 a.m. where you are, Matt, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Hey. Let's just put our heads down and power through it. Sort of like uh, Robert De Niro in Ronin. Which I have never seen. What? I know, right? You should see it. Tell me all about Ronin's. So Ronin is from 1998. Uh, directed by John Frankenheimer. I know him. Yeah, he directed The Manchurian Candidate. And, yes. Uh, and, uh, you know, fast forward to the 90s. Uh, you know, right before Ronin, he directed, or he tried to direct, uh, that one, I forget the name of it, Val Kilmer. I, the Island of Dr. Moreau. Marlon Brando was a disaster. Uh, yeah, he took over for Richard Stanley. Yeah, he tried to save it, but did he really? Not really. It's a fun movie. It's fun. <laughs> uh, he also did Reindeer Games. Yeah, he did. That was his, that was his last feature film. Uh, yeah. He did a TV film after that, but his last feature was Reindeer Games. But before Reindeer Oof. Games... Uh, was Ronan 
a, a superb return to form for Frankenheimer. I really liked revisiting this. I wrote about it for Talk from Society. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's it, it is cold in its presentation. The plot is too convoluted, uh, but, <laughs> but that's what you get with a David Mamet screenplay. Okay, uh, yes, because <laughs> he uh, he. Uh, he, he's not credited as a writer. He just he's under a pseudonym here. Um, but really, you know, if you read the behind the scenes stuff, he wrote the movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Rob De Niro uh, is like a a, uh, a a mercenary in France with this team of other mercenaries, and their mission is to take down this convoy uh, that's carrying a a metallic briefcase filled with I don't know what. Okay. It, a MacGuffin. It's a MacGuffin. So yeah, and that's it really. That's the plot. And they you know, there are twists, there are turns, there are two faces, and there are two car chases that are exceptional. Uh, outstanding. So yeah, uh pretty, would you say it's pretty high octane stuff? It's pretty high <laughs> octane. The name of our series on Talk from Society is High Octane yes. Cinema. Which it turns out was a good choice in celebration of Baby Driver. Because uh, the coffee shop in Baby Driver, uh, the name of that is Octane Coffee. So oh, nice. Oh. It, it all works out. Uh, and Matt, that was my idea. Yeah, I was going to say Matt is the one who thought that up. Uh, but no, yes. I mean, it forgets kind of like the dry, you know, dialogue scenes and the hard-to-follow plot. It's all about those car chases. They're, i got to see this. Uh, my parents love this movie. Yeah, like. It, there's so many times that I've gone go, gone over their house to visit, and they're just watching it. Like, oh, what are you guys watching? We're watching Ronin again. Okay. <laughs> uh, I remember watching this about ten years ago and not being a fan of it. Okay. I I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. But now seeing it again, hey, oh, I'll say it's on Filmstruck for those who have Filmstruck. I saw it there. Uh, yeah, seeing it again kind of just blew my mind because I really like those car chases. They're exceptionally done. Uh, some of the best I've seen on film. I'll definitely be checking this out. Oh, and have I'll, you seen I Ronan? Will, I will borrow it. I, I thought I didn't, but then as you were describing it, I realized that I did because I remember like <laughs> he had like the metallic briefcase. I don't remember literally anything about this movie except that I remember the name and I remember the briefcase and I remember that I didn't like it. But I was like, <laughs> I was like ten. Something like that when I saw okay. it, and I was like, I don't get what's going on. Exactly, this is all yeah. just, it's all just nonsense. I admittedly, it is. <laughs> some of it is nonsense. It is. I think it's it's uh, on pur- purposefully it's nonsense. But hey, that's David Mamet for you. I, I'm sure your ten year old mind cannot process. Even my thirty year old yeah. mind couldn't. Yeah, you know, can't really process some of David Mamet. But uh, hey, but that's Ronan. That's I'm sure Ronan. if I watched it now. I'd, yeah. have, I'd be able to appreciate it more. But at the time, I was like, I don't get this. No, thank you. <laughs> and Matt, you should see it. I will. Do it. I got a lot of homework from this episode. I'm liking <laughs> it. I'm liking it. Uh, do you think we've? Do you think you've had at least one recommendation on each episode we, we've recorded? So it's a total of 75 movies you should watch. Oh, I just keep adding them to the list, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I, Somebody should... Go back and listen to every single episode and gather up all the recommendations Matt has gotten. And all the movies that I promised to watch. All the movies <laughs> you promised to watch 
uh, and then we'll find out how many of those you haven't watched. I'm I'm betting, or that I have watched. That's about two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you probably watched about two of those movies. Uh, one yep. of them, one of them being Get Out. <laughs> yes. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, but hey, I don't. I mean, I, I, there are many reasons why you don't watch movies. You could have had a rough night. Ooh. Ah. Dude, that's a good pivot. Yeah. I liked it. So, uh, so yeah, I think Matt and I have already talked about it, so I'm guessing, Owen, you've seen Rough Night, yes? Yeah, I just saw it the other day at the at the Arclight Theater Hollywood. Um, yeah, it was nice. Um, it was really funny. It was, it was a lot better than I anticipated it to be. Yeah, same. Because uh, I just kind of went and be like, oh, it's just going to be like, just like a bridesmaid ripoff. Because my girlfriend really wanted to see it because she really likes uh, Broad City. Which I know you've been watching, Matt. I finished it. It's um, great. Yeah. I can't wait uh, for season four. <laughs> so we, I went in with it with minimal expectations, and from the moment it started, laughing my ass off. So you can't really. That's the highest recommendation I can give to a comedy that I was laughing consistently. Yeah. Uh, Yay. That's that's really it. <laughs> that's all I wanted to hear. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm glad you liked it, Owen. I I laughed. But I, <laughs> I, I laughed, but I wasn't like a huge fan of it. But hey, I, I love Broad City. I, I'd recommend the movie. I think people out there should st- you should go out and see it and support mm-hmm. it. Astronaut diapers. Oh that, my God! Yes, that's so good. That that bit was my favorite. The the astronaut ripped from the headlines. Yeah. It's just crazy how it all ties up at the end, and it all just makes sense. <laughs> like it really threw me for a loop. <laughs> Um, but that's a rough night. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, yeah, Owen and Matt, you, you have more recommendations, listeners, because last week it was Marcus and Matt, so now it's Owen and Matt giving their hearty endorsements for a rough night. And I'm, once again, right in the middle. So, yes. Uh, still, go see it. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> scream? I, I don't know how to transition. Scream. Scream. Um, <laughs> so, um, I, w- I saw this two nights ago. Because, uh, again, my girlfriend put it on. She was like, I've never seen it. Is it funny? Is it scary? And I went, it's both. There but you go. But it's neither. Because um, I haven't seen it in forever. And immediately oh. I realized that it is just both. It is, instead of just being neither. Um, it is a master class of horror comedy, only matched, in my opinion, by Shaun of the Dead. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Its meta humor is just, it's... It was before meta humor became really cringy, so yeah. it's still completely it plays perfectly. Um, performances are great. The the twist with Drew Barrymore at the beginning is still still really holds up because my girlfriend was blown away that they killed Drew Barrymore in the yeah, first. Time. Yeah, I know, right? And I was like, I don't know. That's like Bruce Willis is dead at the Sixth Sense. Like, how did you not know that? Spoiler. <laughs> Yo, I'm just gonna spoil every movie that I've seen. That's fine. Um. Yeah, no, it's a horror classic, and it deserves to be regarded as such. Um, if you haven't seen Scream, check it out, I guess. It's on Netflix. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I, luckily, this episode is sponsored by Netflix. Yes. Uh, go to Netflix, go to search bar, type in HeyCast, promo code, HeyCast, promo code, and, there you go. <laughs> and you'll get six months free of Netflix. Do or that. you'll at least find... The way to watch Scream. <laughs> <laughs> really, you're a winner either way. Yes. 
No, I love Scream. Uh, I pr- I probably watch it in October because uh, it seems like I think that and and the thing and like a few other movies I, I can only watch in October now. Uh, and I I love how. Well, let me ask you this, Owen. Yes. Have you seen? Uh, oh, you probably have seen it. So, are you a fan of the fourth Scream? Uh, I have watched no Screams besides the first one. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Well, I think Matt... I mean, Matt, what do you think of that? Do you think you should continue on to see the other Screams? Yes, I love this entire series. Oh, man. I love that... Uh, <laughs> I, I love them. They are some of my favorite horror movies and my favorite Wes Craven films. Just, I love them so much. I love Wait. the second one, how it's... Uh, basically a riff on sequels uh i love the third one because it's the best scooby-doo movie ever um i love how the fourth one kind of is a riff on uh reboots and remakes it's pretty pretty good what they did with this series does Wes Craven direct all of them uh-huh oh shit so i am gonna go see them all i didn't there you that. go exactly yeah he did all four movies well and, sold the, me and the fourth one was his last movie they're, yeah. yeah, they're all pretty good. I'm, I'm definitely a fan of two. Uh, I think two. I think two might be my favorite Scream. I think it's it's really good. It, it's a fantastic sequel. Or well, no, I think the first one's still better. I don't know. It's close. Uh, third one is fine. It's good. I mean, it, it, it's a Scooby Doo movie. It, it it maybe pushes too much on the whole trilogy thing. Yeah, and I need to rewatch the fourth one. I remember liking it. I liked. Great. I liked the end. I liked how it tied together, but. I guess I wasn't a fan of it overall. I wanted more people to die <laughs> in four without spoiling things. And, and Emma Roberts is in that one, right? Yeah, she is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Matt, did I dream this? Yes. Like, was there mention of them making another scream, or am I crazy? No, they're doing the TV TV show now. Oh, they're doing a TV show. I uh, first season is very good. I have not seen the second season. Oh, okay. Yet. How closely does it tie into the original movies that scream TV mm-hmm. show? It, not very. Not very? Yeah. So it's kind of like Fargo? Yeah, and the mask in the TV show is way better. Mm, that sounds like blasphemy, and I haven't even seen it's, the TV it's, show. The mask in the TV show is actually frightening. I think oh, that, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> I go on to be cheesy as fuck. Yeah, I, I, I like the the mask and scream. It kind of has like a, a Mike Myers vibe. Michael it's Myers. iconic. Michael Myers. But I... Honestly, I do prefer the one from the show. I just think it's, like, super creepy looking. Well, the, the the charm about the one in the movies is that the character literally just bought it from a Halloween shop. True. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's, the whole, that's the whole charm. It's charming, Matt. I agree with Owen. Yeah. yeah. But, hey, uh, that's fair. I, have to, I, I still have to see the TV show. I, Pretty I'm, good. It's on I'm, Netflix. I'm hesitant to see it anyway, so I, I'll check it out. I, I mean... I don't know. I have that, and like you, uh, you amongst other people, Matt, have told me to see. What's that one? The art, uh, Archie. What's that Archie one? Riverdale. Riverdale. Uh, which I don't know. because it's great. <laughs> I guess uh, I'm probably not gonna see it. I'm like three episodes in. It's it's pretty good. It gets it's not better. Like, it's not like Golden Age TV, like or Game of Thrones or Fargo or anything like that. But it's pretty good for what it is. I saw, show. I saw a TV show called Black Sails, which I had no idea existed. Oh, the, the pirate show. Yeah, the pirate yeah. show, right. Um, 
And I'm like, this is insane because it it has a high production value. The first one was directed by Neil Marshall. Uh, okay. Uh, but the plot is ridiculous. It's like it's a Game of Thrones ripoff. But like, if you were to take every other prestige show off the air, like if there was no like Breaking Bad or Game Game of Thrones, and if there was only Black Sails, Black Sails would be heralded as like the best TV show ever <laughs> made. Like if that makes sense. Oh, it's <laughs> that's oh man, that's frightening. Imagine because like it has it's like if if we were. If 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 it were not the golden age of television and Black Sales was on, more people would be talking about Black Sales. If that makes any sense, I don't think so. I think so. Oh, nice. totally. If if Black Sales was the only TV show that like had a budget, <laughs> yeah, like, no, exactly, no, yeah, yeah. Like, like, okay, like, if it was ah. the only show, then yes. No, 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 not the only show. I think Owen makes a better point than me. If it, if had if it if it's if let me start again, the only show with a budget because this has a very okay. nice budget. It has a very nice. Uh, production value, nice set of characters, nice well, nice crew, nice location. <laughs> and if we're on like HBO, uh, yeah. yeah, I think people we, they'd be writing it up each week saying, "Oh, this will happen. This is what's happening on Black Sales this week." But because it's uh-huh. like on, I think like what stars? It's on stars, yeah. Yeah. So nobody gives a shit. <laughs> it's on stars, like, and it's I don't not know. called uh, American Gods, so no one cares. <laughs> Like I don't think I know anybody that actually has a Stars subscription. Like, does that, like, come on. I my actually, parents do. Really? Like, they oh, just get every channel. I guess. Oh man. I might. So that's, that's, that's how I get Stars. It's funny. It's funny. I I was thinking of getting Stars this week because they have a lot of Sofia Coppola movies on there uh, that okay. for some reason are exclusive to Stars. They're not on Netflix, not on Amazon, but they're on Stars. Like Weird. Uh, somewhere, uh, uh, Marie Antoinette. That's a good uh, movie. The Virgin Suicides. All those are on stars. So they made like a pact with Sofia Coppola, I guess. And <laughs> a blood pact. I also want to oh. see. Apparently, this is a good show. I want to see the girlfriend experience on stars. Um, apparently, that's a really good show that nobody's talking about. Again, like there are so many prestige shows on TV that some of these little ones, whether they're good or not, are not being talked about. So. Yeah, uh, Stars has some things. I'm interested. Owen, come on. Yeah, I, well, no, I'm just saying that, like, I don't know anybody that, like, I'm surprised that FX has, like, prestige shows. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense. But Stars, like, which is an actually, like, premium channel, like, nobody gives a shit about. Like, I don't understand. Nobody That's talks true. about yeah. Stars. That's it's, true. Nobody talks about Stars. And. And like I said, I've, I've heard from a reliable source, Girlfriend Experience, the TV show, is very, very good, but apparently nobody has seen it because it's on, you know, freaking stars. Uh, anyway. Uh, it's to revamp itself. Go to stars.com, put in the promo code HeyCast, stars fans, and get six months free of stars. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't think that's going to work, but okay. <laughs> no, the promo code, hey, we actually exist, is a better one. <laughs> yes, is there thing. you go. Real quick, face-off. I saw face-off in a theater last night. Oh, yeah. fuck. It was amazing. Uh, I've seen this movie a dozen times. This is my first time seeing it on the big screen. It was loud. It was beautiful. The only thing that I wasn't happy about was the audience... Uh, they were oh, laughing. No. They were laughing at it a bit too much, too hard. Oh. Uh, I get that it's a funny. It's not okay. Let me track. Let me backtrack. It's not a funny movie. I get that it's silly, 
I get that the, that the concept is silly. I get that Nicolas Cage and John Travolta are going over the top with it. I get that there's a quirk in the movie where John Travolta's character likes to put his hand over over you know people's faces, like like a weird handshake. <laughs> I get all that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the audience is out with like they're laughing like it was like you know the freaking room. Like the yo man, oh. so I was not happy about that. I would have been happy if it was just like slight laughs, you know, because it, it again, it's silly. It's fucking face off. Two people switch faces. Switch faces. I yeah. don't remember this movie. You don't. Oh, it was so good. You don't remember? Oh, I, think I saw it. I saw it once when I was a kid, and I remember John Travolta having a line of something about Papa's got a brand new bag, <laughs> and that's all I remember. Okay, my favorite audience moment last night. Is no. that a line in the movie? Uh, let me talk about that line. Okay. <laughs> My favorite audience moment. Okay, forget all the laughter. This was the one that really I got a kick out of. So, yes. Oh, you're real quick, since, Matt, you don't remember. Uh, Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. In the beginning, Cage plays the bad guy, really over-the-top yeah. bad guy. You know, It's Nicolas Cage playing like an egomaniacal villain. And John Travolta is the good cop. And Travolta wants to capture... Or kill Cage because Cage killed Travolta's son. Uh, he was aiming for Travolta, but he, you know the kid got in the way. It was an accident. Anyway, so Travolta uh, captures Cage, but then Cage has his information about this bomb in L.A., so they have to switch faces. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so Travolta becomes Cage. Uh, to uh, to infiltrate a prison and and get his you know Cage's brother to talk about the bomb and the location, but then what what Travolta doesn't know uh, is that Cage w- wakes up from his coma because he, he was in a coma during all this. Of he, course, he steals Travolta's face. Puts of it course, on, he does. Puts it on him, <laughs> and he becomes Travolta. <laughs> Okay. So that's where we are. You know, Cage becomes Travolta, and Travolta has become Cage. So, um, Cage, the villain, wants to just be Travolta. Wants to be like a family guy now, which is kind of an odd thing for like a super villain like this to just be like a family guy. He wants to just try it out. So he, he he becomes the husband. He becomes the father. And his first day there at home, okay, he sees the daughter of Travolta. Who is played yes. by a young? I forget. She, she's a I think a well-known actress like today, but I forget who she, who she is. Anyway, she's like a 16-year-old. Like in the, in the scene she's in with you know Travolta Cage, uh, she's like in her underwear, you know, very scantily clad. And <laughs> Travolta Cage walks in and sees this, and <laughs> and she's like, "What? What do you want?" So he kind of moves in on her, like moves in. Oh. And yeah, uh. that 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 sound you made, Matt, is what somebody in the audience made. <laughs> just, they just went. Oh. They're like, oh, <laughs> like what is he gonna do? <laughs> but uh. what, what he was actually reaching for was like a pack of cigarettes, like on her desk. Sure, sure. And then so he backs up, lights a cigarette, and like in the background you hear the song, uh, uh, "Papa's Got a Brand New Bag," and <laughs> and that's what Travolta Cage says. It's like. It's like, uh, you're going to see some changes around here. It's like, ooh, Dad's got a brand new bag. So, yeah, that's the scene. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, it's, a, it's I crazy. I have to check this out. Please do. Um, I forget. I always can... Oh, my God. It's think... fucking so good. Actually, I have not seen this. What? <laughs> I've seen For... that clip, 
I think maybe I've seen it, but I've definitely always confused this with Broken Arrow, which is uh, another John Woo movie. Matt, forget every forget the seventy five other movies this podcast has recommended to you, forget. and just watch Broken Arrow. Got no, it. just watch Face Off. But I like Broken Arrow. <laughs> Broken Arrow is fine. I've seen Broken Arrow, but it's no Face Off. Well, yeah, because it doesn't have Cage. No. Uh, Owen. Oh, my God. So, I'm going to tell you right now, when I was at work, someone asked me if I've ever seen Face Off, and I went, no. (laughs) Then the next day, he walked up to me, bought me a copy of it, and he (laughs) went, you watch this tonight. And I went, sure. I I slapped it in my my Blu-ray player, and I was just... It's peak '90s action cinema. Nothing. It's it's so good. It's it, legitimately yeah. incredible. And I am jealous that you got to see it in on the big screen. I mean, forget. Oh my! God. Forget all the laughter. Forget all the jerks who are laughing too much at it. Like during the action sequences, holy shit! Like things blow up. I think this is one of the loudest movies I've ever been to. Oh my god! It's so good. Like uh, that final action scene with the boat. Uh, oh yes. That was... It's perfect, man. It, Fine, I'll man, watch it. I just looked it up. Hey, um, it's on stars. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cool. I get that now. Uh, <laughs> it might be the funniest moment on the podcast ever. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Episode 75, and hot. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, I, I, I piggyback on everything that Owen said. It's peak 90s action cinema. It's perfect. It is... It, it's perfect in its insanity because, like, halfway through the movie, Nicolas Cage, as, you know, the Travolta Cage, or Cage Travolta, the cop in Cage's body, right? We see Cage describe the plot of the movie, like, to his wife, and it's, like, he's, like, like trying to get through it, but he's, like, laughing maniacally. Like, what is happening? It's perfect. It's perfect, Matt. Oh. It is perfect. Matt, you'll love it. I'm sure I will. Uh, again, forget all the other recommendations. Wipe out your watch list and just add face off. Just that. 800 times. 800 got it. Times. Uh, everybody everybody that's seen face off, please tweet at Matt. <laughs> to go watch face off once a night. Uh, until he until he does. Matt, really, if I tweet that out, you're going to get so many mentions. I know, I know I will. I know I will. Because there is a... Uh, I totally understand. There is a giant face-off. I saw it once. No, you I'm did good. it. <laughs> you said you're a liar. On tape, you just admitted you you yeah. saw a clip of it. I'm not, not sure if I've seen it. I think I've seen it. <laughs> you, know what? you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call my mom. I'm going to ask her if I've seen it. <laughs> right now? Put her on the phone. Uh, this will be yeah, live. I'm going yeah, <laughs> to call, I'm gonna call my mother it's at 1.30 in the morning. Sure, sure. Yeah. What's she doing? No. Sleeping. Yeah, good. Wake her up. Anything She's on summer vacation. I'm not waking her up. Uh, speaking of vacation and days off, President's Day. All right. So this. Yeah, what is, is this? Oh man, this is shameless self promotion because all of my friends uh, made a movie. It's now on Amazon Prime. You can buy it for like five bucks. Uh. They made it for like $15,000. That's like the number one selling point. It's nice. a horror comedy. Um, it's about a bunch of teens go to a cabin, and then they get murdered one by one by dead presidents. Yes, please. 
and uh, it's gruesome. It's got jokes. Uh, it's on Prime, yeah. It's on Prime. You know, you fucking just buy it. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I'm in the special thanks. It's a whole thing. The tagline is wonderful, by the way. Oh, what let, is it? Let freedom bleed. <laughs> there you go. That sold it better than I could. I'm all about this. <laughs> this The description on Amazon says, On President's Day weekend, seven ill-fated teenagers go on a camping trip where they're attacked by the presidents of the United States of America who have returned from the dead as zombies. Their only hope to survive the night is summoning the demonic spirit of John Wilkes Booth to help them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, please. It's uh, It's ridiculous. It's stupid. And, uh, yeah. Watch yeah. Say. Okay. That's sold. It's incredible. Yeah. Uh, sold. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, again, it's on Amazon <laughs> Right to Rent? It's just, uh, it's on Amazon to Rent or Buy. You can buy the DVD, but you know, who wants a DVD? You get a Blu-ray. But it, it is able to, you're able to stream it for free if you have Amazon Prime. Really? Probably. I don't know. I, I just added it to my watch list, so you can. Oh, okay. It's okay, sweet. <laughs> awesome. There you go. President's Day. Um, hey, we're at the final two movies of this special 75th Haycast. Matt, we are. you saw two Sam Raimi movies. I saw two Sam Raimi superhero movies. And one I watched. is one of the best ever, and the other is not. This is true. <laughs> uh, I started <laughs> off. I, I started off by watching uh, Dark Man uh, from 1990. I think. I believe you're is right. That yeah. Okay. Uh, this movie is awesome. This one. This movie is what happens when Sam Raimi couldn't get the rights to either Batman or The Shadow. So you know what he said? Screw it. I'm gonna make my own superhero, and he did. He made Dark Man, this cool-looking guy who has like burns all over his body, so he wears like mummy bandages. But he's played by, Le- by Liam Neeson, and it's great. Uh, his name. He has got a, such a superhero name. His name is Peyton Westlake. I mean, oh, come on. Oh shit. That's a perfect superhero name. And then Larry Drake uh, plays uh, the villain. His name is uh, Durant. Uh, People will probably know him as Dr. Giggles. Uh, He was on L.A. Law back in the early 90s. Uh, Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, he was really good in that. But yeah, and his fiance, Liam Neeson's fiance, is Frances McDormand, who I guess was on loan from the Coens. Um, I guess they lent her out to Sam Raimi for a movie and uh, she's also the subject of Scream Factory's worst cover art ever it's fine um, it looks nothing like her uh, the cover art's fine the cover art's great except for her face on it because it looks <laughs> nothing like her it looks like her stunt double's stunt double like it just does not look anything like Frances McDormand but hey this movie's awesome uh, it has that great like early Sam Raimi vibe of having like cool stop motion animation to like do like gore effects uh, which is really cool it has uh, some really like high concept work with you know Darkman is making fake skin to impersonate people and to help him with his burns so like he can only wear these skins for like 90 minutes before they dissolve in the sunlight so like he's trying to get back at the people who burned him by stealing their faces and framing them for crimes and it's the coolest freaking thing uh he's really brutal in this i love it Uh, avoid the sequels at all costs they are very bad then Sam Raimi had nothing to do with them. Just stick with this one. It's really, really good. It's Dark Man, and 
it's great. Uh, Danny Elfman has a great score for it. I love everything about it. It's, like I said earlier, this is the one that's one of the best. You've seen it, yeah? Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> I grew up with it. I grew up with Darkman. So did I. I, I grew the, up with the, the game, the movie, the v- everything. VHS. Oh, man. I I'm a, I remember being a fan of the sequels. I think I I think I own the sequels two and three. Oh boy! The Return of Durant and Die yes. Dark Man Die. Yes, I mean, and the guy that got to play you know Liam Neeson's part, the Mummy Arnold, Arnold Mosloo. You know, because he looks everything like Liam Neeson. <laughs> I mean, go for it, right? Yeah, I mean. I I remember being okay with him, but that was when I was young. I was a Young, dumb, stupid kid. So, uh, uh, but uh, hey, that Dark Man won in nineteen ninety. Well, I mean, pretty yeah, awesome. I, I I can't even express how much I love the movie. Back like maybe three years ago, three or four years ago, they screened this uh, at my favorite movie theater, Matt. Where? The Alamo Draft House, where dreams are made. Absolutely. Uh, they screened it there. Uh, on the big screen, 35 millimeter, uh, jerk, exhilarating experience, jerk. I can't, I can't tell you how much I love this movie. Um, but yeah, and then then seeing Spider-Man 2, and even Spider-Man in both, well, the first two for sure. Seeing glimpses of Dark Man in there, because yeah, like you said, like he didn't get the rights to to make like a superhero movie himself, so he was like, I'll just make one on my own, and yeah. he did. And I, I wish. I kind of had this thought, uh, like they should like reboot Darkman and make it like a TV series. That'd be uh, cool. And, but don't put on stars. Different, different face every. <laughs> he can have say, a different I face every week. <laughs> put it on like uh, FX or something. Yeah, a different face yeah, every week. Yeah. You haven't seen this, uh, Owen. No, I haven't. I wasn't actually going to ask if it was on stars just to continue <laughs> the joke. But uh, Marcelo jo- stepped on my joke before I could. Damn it! All right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I haven't. Uh, Only high, superhero movie I haven't seen. Okay, highest recommend. This is, This is yeah. Face Off? Or Solo? I, uh, I'll say the action, is not, the action is not as good, but I think... Oh, it's close. It is close. I, I think emotionally I like Darkman better than Face Off. I think as ridiculous as Darkman's premise... I think it's still, you know, more grounded than Face Off. <laughs> Just take the fucking <laughs> elephant, Marcelo. Yeah, um, but... Personally, I'll take Darkman, but they're both excellent. Um, but okay. n- nothing can really beat the action, 90s action of Face Off. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they're both winners. But I personally, I'll give the, give the points the to Darkman. Yeah, the edge, yeah, Darkman. All right. Then I'll check it out. Yeah. I've always wanted to. Oh, I love um, God damn it. I looked it up, guys, and guess what? Darkman. It's on stars. <laughs> Darkman no way! is Shut on stars. I, I'm. I'm <laughs> I hate everything right now. Stars is coming up big. Wow. And let me guess. Do they also have Dark Darkman two and three? Let me scroll down. Uh, oh God. No, Damn no, it. no, no, no. Just the oh, first so Darkman. Little... Oh well. Of course they do. I think I need to get stars. Holy shit. <laughs> I am as shocked as you guys. It says right Jesus. here. Streaming stars. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, that's Darkman. <laughs> that's Darkman. <laughs> Uh, uh, Matt, hey, you saw another Sam Raimi superhero movie. Yeah, I watched the new editor's cut of Spider-Man 3. Ooh. 
It's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer the uh, theatrical cut. Um, what? I mean, watch. <clears throat> go ahead. Go ahead, Matt. Uh, everything that I didn't like about the theatrical cut is still here in the editor's cut. <laughs> it's not what you want. I really only have like a few issues with Spider-Man 3 now that I think about it, but they took out some of the best scenes in the entire movie. Like what? Uh, there's a scene where William Dafoe like screams at James Franco, first we go after his heart. Oh yeah, that's... Yeah, they, they cut that out for some dumb reason. That's weird. Um, there's a scene where Tobey Maguire gives back the engagement ring to Aunt May and kind of confesses about Uncle Ben's murder, and she walks out on him. What? They Which I always that? thought was... They took that out, and I always thought that was like a really powerful scene. Okay. What else? They took that out. They changed the musical score. Okay. And there's scenes, like nonsensical scenes of... Peter like swooping through the city in the symbiote suit during the daylight. What? It's like from the original trailer. Uh, they did add a really nice scene of Sandman and his daughter, and it kind of reinforces that relationship. Other than that, stick with the theatrical version, which still has my biggest issue with this movie. When Venom turns it, when when Topher Grace, who's fine in this, he's pretty good. When he turns into Venom, stop showing me Topher Grace's face. Oh my God! Holy shit! I don't want to see his face. I want Venom face. Give me big, goofy, fang-filled Venom face. Do not peel away the mask and show me Topher Grace. I know what he looks like. I've looked at him for two hours. It's fine. Well, to be honest with you, Matt. Topher Grace with the with the Venom coverings looks just as bad as the when he's trying to talk and he's got like the mouth opening on it. It looks terrible. As he's, no, he's I'd a, rather have goofy CGI Venom face than have Topher Grace's dumb face. Oh, totally, I agree. Even with his stupid fucking uh, vampire teeth. Oh my god, it's the worst. <laughs> where they're all like smokers' teeth. Yes. All, like, fucking. <laughs> But I will say that the the oh. death of uh, the death of Venom in this is really cool. I love how they use like the sound waves just out of the comic book. I mean, mm-hmm. thinking back, the Sam Raimi superhero uh, Spider-Man movies really are great representations of the comics, and they're my favorites out of. Uh, they're some of my favorite like Marvel movies. Yeah, they're I... some of my favorite movies. Uh, about two and weeks. all the Sandman stuff is still great. Yeah, about two weeks ago, uh, I was visiting my parents and my nieces and nephews, and they put on Spider-Man 3, and I watched about, like, the first 20 minutes, and, yeah, I was, like, cringing through most of it. Uh, oh. But then the Sandman stuff came on, and I was like, this is, that, like good. that part's actually good. So, I, I, I've always been hesitant about revisiting it. I was hoping that this new cut would, would be good. There, there's a point when they called it like Spider-Man 3.1. Like, thank God they didn't. Thank God they didn't touch emo Peter, <laughs> which is like the pinnacle of cinema. But there's a oh point. There's a point when I think everybody thought Sam Ra- Sam Raimi was going to, you know, do a new cut of Spider-Man 3, but that apparently did not happen. Maybe he wasn't happy with his new cut, and he took his his name off of it, and now it's like the editor's cut. So. I I I guess I'll just avoid that and just try to rewatch the theatrical cut later. So, oh well. Matt, oh, was so. it the guy who cut the new trailer, the new uh, Spider-Man three? They do they did like the Hurt Locker or something like that? Yeah, but he's the also the original editor for Spider-Man three. Oh what? 
the wife. From what I remember. You know what, man? I'm just going to leave it be at that point. So wait. So it's just the same editor from Spider-Man 3 just coming back and saying, let me try it again. Is that what it is? Yes. (laughs) Let me give this, let me give it another, can I have another pass, guys? (laughs) Let me get a mulligan. Let me just do it again. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, boy. So. Then he fucks it up worse? <laughs> what? <laughs> that? Yeah. That's disappointing. Oh, but if people want to, out of morbid curiosity, if they want to check it out, where can they find it, Matt? Stars. Stars. <laughs> it's uh, it's Stars. available on the new uh, Spider-Man trilogy uh, Blu-ray set. There you go. If, if it's a very gorgeous box. It is, yeah. I was thinking of picking it up because I kind of wanted to check that out, but I don't know. I, I already own all three on Blu-ray, so... Wait, oh, I, mean, well, I guess I guess I Sam Raimi's friends with this editor. I mean, he has worked with him since Army of Darkness. Okay. I was going to say... Uh, oh, go, go ahead, Ellen. I was going to say, is that the only way to get uh, Spider-Man 2.1 on Blu-ray? Because I think it is. No, it's also... That's available separately. Really? Oh, okay. Well, Because that movie is the best movie. 2. Oh, it's 1? great. Cause, yeah, because I actually have both of the trilogies... I have like both Spider-Man like one through three on two different Blu-ray collections. Okay. The uh, the first one I have does not contain two point one. Oh damn. And the new one I got does. So cool. that was my my only sort of thing. Because two point one is what I would consider being an all-time classic. A hundred percent. It's fantastic. I need to rewatch two point one. The only thing I remember is uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Putting on the Spider-Man outfit, which oh my god, it's amazing! And if that's the only difference, it's it's even better. You know what I mean? Uh, it's it was silly to me. But it's so silly. It was it's such silly. a comic book. It, uh, that's why I like it. It's Sam Raimi silliness, and that's why I love Sam Raimi. I just love the theatrical cut of Spider-Man Two a lot, and I've only think I th- I think I've only seen Two Point One like once. So I- I'll see it again. Uh, I I'm more eager to see that than the editor's cut of Three. So. Oh, one more thing. Let me ask you this, Matt. Yes. That, that new box set is isn't uh, does it offer like a new 4K scan of the first one? Maybe. Maybe. I think that's what um, I heard. Let me go over to my shelf. Give me one second. Okay. As Matt goes to his shelf, Owen, I'm sure you're a fan of Spider-Man One and Two at least, right? Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I have mean, a Spider-Man tattoo because of it. Oh. Changed my life. How excited are you for Homecoming? Uh, cautiously optimistic. I've been burned twice already. I don't see anything on here. You don't see anything? No remastered on it? Uh, It doesn't say anything on the box. Maybe they just put the movies out on 4K instead? No, they didn't. They didn't? I I think I... I I, I read some forums about it. I don't know. I'm probably just full of shit. So... I'll check it out. I was asking Owen about Homecoming. Yeah, like, I've... I've been burned twice as well... I'm not a fan of the Amazing Spider-Man or the Amazing Spider-Man Two. They're bad. They're not good. Not good at all. I, I especially that second one. But uh, what was that one? No, I try to forget them actively. I remember <laughs> when I watched the first one because I was like so excited because like it's fucking Spider-Man, life's about to be good, and like I walked out of the movie theater and I went. Fuck! God damn it! <laughs> this, is, this is a thing in my life now. I have a Spider-Man tattoo, and now people are like, "Oh, did you like the Amazing Spider-Man?" I'm like, nah, it was, it's worse than watching my parents die. And then, <laughs> oh my and, god! And now I just have that in my life. Oh uh, yeah. 
But hey, I I've been hearing good things about Homecoming. Um, some people who are kind of like curmudgeons online have come out of it saying, "Hey, it's actually pretty good." So if if they can please them, then I think we're I, I'm 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 cautiously optimistic, but I'm I'm some curmudgeons still hate it. <laughs> some of them just go meh. Um, but I <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I think the I think Spider-Man is in good hands. Uh, I think the MCU knows what they're doing. More so than just Sony by themselves. So, <laughs> my faith is in Kevin Feige for the rest of my life. Yeah, pretty much at this point. Yeah, as much as I I want to hate on Marvel sometimes, like their track record recently has like made me more optimistic about what they have out. They in know the future. what they're doing. Yeah, they know what they're doing. And everyone else has no idea what they're doing because all, the, <laughs> all this. Not. Every day you hear a new thing about there's going to be a shared universe for this and blah blah blah. How about no? Stop. If I hear one more thing about the Venom cinematic universe, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give up on movies at this point. Because <laughs> you guys heard about this shit, like it's yes. ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, How many? Uh, because like yeah, uh, uh, what was his name? A- Amy Pascal, the 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 one the the producer from Sony Pictures. Yes. Yeah. She's the one saying, oh, well, it was like a week ago, she was like, oh, Venom and Carnage and Black Cat, they're all going to be part of the MCU. It's going to happen. And Kevin Feige's like, nope. <laughs> no, they're not. I don't think so. <laughs> they all just did the, uh... yeah. just continue. Apparently their plan is, Sony is hoping that after Spider-Man has his MCU trilogy that he jumps over to Sony and, yeah, okay, that's and, not gonna happen. <laughs> and plays in like their you know, sandbox with like their their uh, villains. Disney won't allow it. Disney's no. gonna be like, no, no, he's ours now. You don't get him back. <laughs> that's how we're doing this. I, I imagine they're gonna get their Venom movie out. Sony is. That movie is gonna God. just crash and burn. And then is that Sony... supposed to come out this year? No, no. no, no. Or is that next year? I think it's next year for sure. Yeah, it's next year. Yeah. Jesus. It's going to crash and burn, and Sony's going to be like, okay, you know what? We give up on Spider-Man forever. MCU. Let's do, let's do our Fantastic Four children's movie. <laughs> everyone wants that. Oh, Fuck I think, you. I think that's... Is that Fox? Isn't there? Isn't that oh, whatever. Doing? It They're is Fox. Garbage. Yeah. They're all garbage. <laughs> no, they're going to do the Silver uh, Silver Sable and Black Cat. Like, anyone gives a shit about them. <laughs> like, oh, let's watch this heist movie with two characters you've never seen before. Yeah, exactly. Come on, man. What do you think this is, the 90s? <laughs> Nobody likes new things. <laughs> Just give me a foil cover with a hologram on it, and I'll be happy. Number one issue. It's a number one. First printing, man. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> written by, written and drawn by Rob Liefeld. Anyway, uh, moving on. <laughs> sorry, I didn't want to make you vomit, Owen. Uh, too late. And so ends the movie portion. The man can't draw feet. <laughs> that ends the movie portion of the show. Uh, Matt, yes. do we have yes. time on the 75th HeyCast episode? Do we have time for the HeyCast Pyramid? Yes, we have time for two rounds. One where I will test Owen, then Owen will test me. Okay, so Matt, you can test Owen. S- send first. me the list. Oh, okay, I'll send you the list. Uh, here we go. Uh, for those listening for the first time, uh, first off, I apologize, as always. <laughs> uh, next off, uh, the Hey Cast Pyramid, it's a game in which uh, the giver, 
uh, gives clues to the five titles. I think somebody's giggling. Stop saying, stop giggling because I'm saying giver. There's a giver and there's a taker. Okay. <laughs> um, the one who gives the clues, uh, he has a list of five movies in front of him. Uh, the one who has to guess what the movies are, uh, they have 60 seconds to guess. And the one giving the clues cannot give out actor names, uh, other movie names, director names. Just have to describe the plots, what's going on with like quotes and stuff. So yeah, so sixty seconds to get five titles. Uh, I'm gonna Twitter DM you this, Matt. Uh, just okay. opening up Twitter. Uh, give me a second, because Twitter, my tweet deck, is freezing up on me. Because Fun. yeah, you should do. It's a dickhead. What? Just text it to me. Well, I, I have a copy and pasted, so on my, oh, on my okay. laptop. Uh, okay, I'm gonna type in Matt. Uh, hold on, the real Matt C. There you are. Jesus. Okay, here we go. Sixty seconds on the clock. Owen, oh, Owen, oh, are you ready? Dude. dude, I was born ready. <laughs> I hope they're all made in Manhattan. <laughs> uh, hold on, let me pick new movies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, Matt, you ready? Yeah. Okay, here we of go. Of course. Five movies heading your way. And the timer. Let me get the timer ready. Okay. And here we go. Three, two, one, go. Okay, um... He's an army veteran from uh, the Vietnam War, and he comes back, and he's, like, running around the woods, but he's got a machine gun. Um... It's going to be uh, fucking Rambo First Blood. Okay, cool. Yeah, okay, a bunch of magicians, and there's a bunch of dead bodies because they're clones. I have no idea. Pass. Okay, um, guys, go running through a cornfield, and he's being chased by an airplane. It's an old old movie. Uh, pass. I know what it is. Just pass. Okay, this deer's uh, mom gets shot. Bambi. Okay, cool. <laughs> Um, there's a really, it's one of the first, like, all-timer, like, car chases through the streets of Trans- San Francisco. Bullet. Okay. And we'll go back to the other one. It's, uh, two, ma- two competing magicians. One guy makes a whole bunch of clones. That- there you go. There you go. That's it, right? Cool. Yes. Yeah, 51 seconds. Nice. Oh, cool. We cheated that one. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, alright, so who's giving what now? Uh, Owen is giving it, uh, to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Wait, am I am I choosing what it is, or are you? No, no, no. Uh, uh, send me I'll send you something, Owen. Uh, give me one second. All right. Uh, let's see. I follow you on Twitter, don't I, Owen? I should. Oh, you totally do. Okay. Uh, I'll, I I'll, just looked it up. Yeah, I'll just send it to you uh, through Twitter DM. Uh, hey Matt, fill the time as I try to do this. <laughs> Yeah, well, the, well, the Dunkirk reactions are coming through, oh, so really? that's a thing. This yes. Is, well, t- tell me, uh, what do they have to say? Excellent filmmaking from Christopher Nolan. Troops on beach surrounded and rescued in compelling, heroic manner. Minimal dialogue. Good, Ooh. so there won't be much exposition. This pleases me. You know you know what I'm wondering about that movie? Is, like, who is the lead in that movie? There is none. We are. We are the lead. I think that's... it's Branagh, but it's also not him. That's kind of exciting because it reminds me of Battleship Potemkin. Because in Battleship Potemkin, sure. there, there is no. 
my texture. Uh, in Battleship of Taken, there is no protagonist. It's kind of like uh, everybody's the protagonist in it. So I'm kind of thinking Nolan did the same thing with uh, Dunkirk, where he doesn't focus on one character, he focuses on just many at once. So anyway, that's and me. that's me. And I just out. saw a, and I just saw a reaction to Valerian. Uh, positive, right? Uh, yes, with all my heart and soul, I loved Luc Besson's Valerian. Inventive sci-fi, epic action, insane visual effects. See it on the biggest screen. That's nice. That's cool. All right, so this I'm ready. guy works at Collider, so that's like a real human. <laughs> and I just saw another one with it. Just says Valerian is good. <laughs> all right, I, I'll take it. Okay, yeah, here same. we go. Five movies. Uh, Owen, uh, I'm gonna count it down, and like when I'm at two, I'll send it to you. So, so don't panic. Uh, Matt, you ready? Yes. Okay, here we go. Uh, three, two, one, go. It's a guy who is... You know what? It's, uh, it's a man who picks people up, and he drops them off, and he's also trying to hurt some other people. He's a bus driver. <laughs> Close. Yes. He, oh, he's, he's Taxi driver. There yes. you go. Okay. A rat and a fox solve some mysteries. Fantastic Mr. Fox? The other one. Fox and the Hound. No, it's a rabbit. A rabbit and a fox. They do some uh, mystery solving. Roger Rabbit. <laughs> okay. Close enough. Um, it's uh, some guy learns how to... Tr- how to manipulate a particular <laughs> mythical beast into doing what he wants. Dragonheart. Oh, good one. No! Oh, oh. <laughs> How to train your dragon. Yes. There you go. Uh, uh, and we're done. And time. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Owen. It's brutal because I haven't seen two of those movies, so I don't oh. know how to describe them. Okay. The other one is Untouchables and Cliffhanger. Yeah, okay. yeah. But those are some good clues, but Matt, uh, yeah. What was the rat movie? Zootopia. Oh, yeah. it's a rat. rat. <laughs> oh, but that was good. That was good. That was God a good good round. That was a good round, guys. Okay. Oh, really the bus driver. The <laughs> <laughs> bus driver. Scorsese's classic, Bus Driver. Bus <laughs> Driver. Starring Otto. Available on Stars. Okay. I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, Owen, thank you for being on episode 75 of Hey What You Watching. It was my absolute pleasure. It, it was a fun, fun time. Uh, let's get to... Wait, I think Owen... Oh, are you still there? Are you still there, Owen? He cut out. Oh, no. He hung up. Did oh, he no. just hang up? Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Matt. Uh, <laughs> that's a, I'm, I'm keeping this all in. Uh, Matt, where can the fine people listening find Owen online? <laughs> I gotta find his Twitter. Hold on. I got it. It's at Owen Kenley. Owen, normally how to spell Owen. K E N N E L L Y. So follow him, please. Uh, Matt, <laughs> hey, plugs, where can the people listening find you online? <laughs> As usual, you can find me on Twitter. Oh, 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 hey, Owen. I thought I thought you hung up, Owen. <laughs> uh, I did, and that was an accident. <laughs> it was a good. It was a good joke, though. It was good. Uh, right, <laughs> right. When we were trying to close up. Okay, Owen. 
yeah, one up? more thing, and then we'll let you go. Plugs. Where can the people Where can the people listening find you online? Oh, uh, they can find me on Twitter at Owen Canelli. There you go. And that's it. Yes. <laughs> Follow him, people, please. Uh, Matt plugs. As usual, you can find me on the Twitters at the Real Matt C, and you can find me on Letterboxd under the same name to make sure I'm not lying about what movies I've been I've been watching. And you can also find me over at Talk Film Society, where I am the editor at large and doing a lot of work for everyone, and it's a lot of fun. And we do some uh, put out some great work for ever for, for you to check out and read. And I'm falling asleep as I say this because I am so sleepy. We're we're coming up on two a.m. your time, Matt. Uh, okay, but hey, we had a fun time. Episode we did. Se- episode seventy five was a blast again. Owen, thank you so much. And, yeah, it was my pleasure. And now it's time to close the show with Matt. And Owen, uh, Marcel, you didn't do your plugs. Oh, I was trying to just finish this. Okay, this is the first time I forgot about my Real plugs. TalkFilmSociety.com. Follow me on Twitter, at Marcel J. Pico. Listen to Solarberg 2828 and every other podcast I do. 200 coming up close. Uh, and that's it for me. Owen, again, for the third time, thanks for coming on. <laughs> uh, Matt. It's time to finish the show with our signature catchphrase. So long, and thanks for all the fish. Thanks for listening, folks, and keep on watching. Oh, yeah, that one. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bit. It's a bit. (laughs) 